Hello, party people. Just a quick warning before we get started. This podcast discusses explicit topics that could be considered controversial. So, listener discretion is advised. Unless you're nasty. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Depths of the Rated X. My name's Cherry. I'm Cucumber. And I am Melons. And this week, we are going to be talking about drumroll. Actually, it's not my week, so Mel, do you want to <laughs> talk about what we're talking about? I started with OnlyFans. I love talking about those that earn money. On OnlyFans, I feel like they have a platform where they can do whatever they want. I've been following people looking at people I have, I have a lot of I guess people that I follow from YouTube that I have now dabbled in OnlyFans oh love it do you follow any of them oh uh, we started Trisha Paytas obviously I love I so love Lena the plug she is one of my favorites she just had a baby was she um, on YouTube yes oh. so she has her own YouTube she has a husband or boyfriend called Adams 22 that has done podcasting mm-hmm. and he's been doing it for five plus years so i even before like the i thought you said it was like 2012 he started his youtube then but he was oh. doing like bmx stuff but no. i would say the podcasting he started uh in five more than five years ago i'm really glad we're talking about this because i don't know about you cherry but i don't know i know little to nothing about this about only fans about, about... fans like youtube especially i go to work and come home and pray Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Well, see, I'm a little like that. I go to work. I wake up. I go to work. Yeah. I come home. I pray. Oh. Because I know I'm going to be going into the OnlyFans. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And OnlyFans can go with. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Uh OnlyFans. All right. Put that, pop that open. Yep. I got one tab open with my online Bible and one tab open with uh, the OnlyFans. Yeah, because they can. As God intended. They can range from like just risque photos, like maybe in their swimsuits just things that even with what were you calling it uh cherry what was was the guy from teen wolf that you were referencing tyler posey so he doesn't do full nudes right i wish no, not that i've seen I would start but he does like risque photos that might not be like mainstream photos so he has the only fans but then there's people like lena the plug trisha paytas those that want to do porn bell delphine there's so many nick Akato avocado who is not my i don't love him but i've researched a lot about him but i just have so many people that i know about that it's on OnlyFans that have a following now yeah, yeah. i mean they had you know for OnlyFans, and we've been talking about this before we started but mm-hmm. it's really people right now i mean all the people that we are talking about have had followings before OnlyFans. yeah and then they transition into you know so they may be on youtube twitter yeah. instagram whatever and then they transition into this OnlyFans, whether that be a porn x-rated mm-hmm. kind of world that they're creating or it be just exclusive content which yeah correct me if i'm wrong mel but like wasn't that how OnlyFans started was just kind of like a patreon yeah kind of thing it started in 2016 is from what i've researched and i feel like a lot of celebrities now go to that just for an income and i feel like mm-hmm. that's the only platform that really allows creators to do what they want to do reach out to their fans get money put in the work and not always they they have their own 
uh, amount that they want to provide. I mean, there's just so many good benefits about OnlyFans that other like platforms such as like Instagram, YouTube, Patreon, other things may censor that OnlyFans doesn't have a censor. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work with the videos you sent us. That it's a lot. Oh, I have tons. Tons. I've, I've researched this. Mel for years. sent us like a plethora of videos. It was just constant. But one thing that I thought was interesting was as her name Mech. Mech. I don't know. There's like three Ks at the end, but it's M E Triple I see this. She was gonna start an OnlyFans for like a week, and she made three thousand dollars. Oh my god! And she. A YouTuber, she okay, yeah, right. But a very small um, amount. Like she, she doesn't have a huge following, so that's why I sent it to you because well, huge in our eyes. She had yeah. like thirteen thousand likes. Yeah, I wish I could have thirteen. But 000 compared likes. to like Trisha or right, Lena, yeah. who have. But I mean, look at that. Following. She didn't have the she didn't have the biggest following, mm-hmm. but she still made three thousand dollars in one week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's a gorgeous woman. She's um, clearly from Canada, but yeah, and I don't know how their tax system works but oh my god i do not want to do the taxes on that yes. well i think that you don't you you know you just have to keep the money because yeah. only fans i think is she a british did not. company at the end of the video she said she bought a plane ticket to australia like oh girl that's well yeah well you make the money but if she's just making three thousand dollars you're not going to have a huge amount of taxes on three thousand no no but she said she was going to keep it so yeah depending if she actually made three thousand dollars in one week mm-hmm. and another person we referenced was bobby burns and he has a video on youtube where he says that he has done it for six months and and just like that raw real point of view of what he has done what he's been through and how much it takes to keep an OnlyFans going and I think he had a lot of just valuable information he did he's a gorgeous human being gorgeous 10 out of 10 (laughs) he is well I just think that with OnlyFans, one the one thing that I worry about is like we've and we've talked in the past couple of podcasts about how uh, porn is kind of like a an educational tool sometimes for like people that don't get sex ed. Yeah. So it kind of does worry me. Does this does OnlyFans make porn less accessible or does it make it more accessible? You know. Well, I feel like you get what you pay for in many aspects. Like if you want, like some of those people were asking for twenty dollars and it's just them in their underwear. True. Where you can literally find porn sites for free granted mm-hmm. I'm that's sure. true yeah like here just to, to give an example we, we went through and we got the subscription prices of just some people that either we subscribe to or the people that we looked up that kind of stuff so bella thorne hers is obviously free because I mean, we haven't talked about it but she kind of was a scammer on yes. only fans what did you do well she just well only fans is like a porn website yeah i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not what? technically it what it didn't start that way but it's that's what it's evolved into and if she she had false promises on on top of that. Yeah. It wasn't like she just decided to do a bikini shoot. Wait, what did OnlyFans start as? As a, just an exclusive, you know what Patreon is? Yes. Uh-huh. That's what it started as. Wow. And, and to some extent, it still is that. Yeah. But it, they allow explicit content. So yeah. Patreon doesn't allow explicit content. Gotcha. So if you're a porn star, where are you going to go to make right. it? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Just some of the people we talked about. Bobby Burns, he he asks for $20. Tyler Posey, 14 Nick how do you say his name? Nikocado Avocado. Nikocado Avocado, which I watched the reaction video, did not oh. subscribe to him. He's asking for 15. Bella Delphine is 35, which was the most expensive that we mm-hmm. saw. Uh, Sasha Bell from RuPaul's Drag Race is only $10. And Trisha Paytas was actually only 5 Yeah, Yes, she but fluctuates. then when they send, right, then when they send pictures or videos, then you have to pay again. Sometimes. Sometimes. So some people are like, okay, if you pay $15 
up front, then mm-hmm. you get all the content for free. Some mm-hmm. people are, oh, you can subscribe for free, but oh, then per but you post, have you have to pay, you know, a specific mm-hmm. amount of money. This yeah. really shows how much research I did before we started the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I showed you it. No, I'm glad you guys are teaching it because I have zero, zero information. I have too much. <laughs> I'm in the drama. I'm not even in the the basic functions of OnlyFans. I'm in like I have Trisha Paytas on speed dial. Like I I know speed what dial. she I know what she posts. I know what Belle Delphine posts. I know Lena the plug. I know what everyone does, and everyone kind of has those features. Like I remember seeing Nick Accato and Trisha do one, and then they fell out. And then Trisha oh. did Lena, and they fell out. Well, I don't know that if they fell out, but Lena had a baby. So. You so like more into the soap. I love the, the soap opera yeah. of OnlyFans on wow. top of the content, which I love. And it's only been out for five years, right? Yeah. Oh, um, it's been blowing up. Wow. Well, it's be- I think the main reason that it blew up is because of coronavirus. Yeah. And people yeah. losing their money, which... Well, all the porn stars then couldn't actually record. Yeah. Yeah. But that also... Well, that's a good segue because I'm just thinking, I guess, a better way to ask what I was trying to get at with is, does this make this more... Does it make porn more accessible or less accessible? Accessible. Mm-hmm. It really is just all the people that we've talked about are YouTubers who have transitioned. They've already had a following. Yeah. And they brought that following to a, a sex work, basically, world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and you know, I just wonder what we think in the future this is going to do to the sex work industry, to the people that were in porn or escorting or yeah. just in the industry. I don't think it's going to do too much because there's already, you can look at the people on OnlyFans. If you take all the people on OnlyFans and then all the people who just watch regular porn, I'm pretty sure that people who watch regular porn outnumber OnlyFans like a billion, you know? And so I think that like, I think it doesn't really matter because porn is already on a media platform, on a internet platform. And so this is just an extension of porn. Just like, mm-hmm. but then because it's different. Like you you talk about how like, well, is the movie theater going to stay around because everything's online, right? Like that's a, a physical thing you had to do. So yeah, porn adult movie stores are gone but everything move online so I think it's just an, an extension yeah I think like you can do porn and you can promote it and you can get paid by the studios but then you can also garnish more income from OnlyFans how do you feel about it Mel because I I mean I obviously think that it will hurt studio sex workers you think so? mm-hmm. I think the porn yeah. stars well and that kind of goes into like there's a growing number of people who are more interested in cam girls and cam and webcam than there are in just regular studio produced right porns. because they're not as intimate I yeah. think we can touch on the psychology of like wanting that one-on-one interaction which I think OnlyFans kind of has way more than a regular porn video can have obviously you have to pay money but you can be more intimate with those that you do follow and you decide to pay for yeah and um, you you can pay right Mel you can pay for inter- like you can message them right you pay to yeah. message yeah. them you could even tip them you can tip oh, you can have yeah. instant like you can do uh, snapchats you can do like certain things that they offer and you could some people do requests mm-hmm. so if right. you pay a certain it's like a cameo I feel like because there is the interactive part of OnlyFans and like things like Charterbait right that you can pay Chatterbait Chatter Charter Charter Spectrum Bait 
chatter. chatter Only forty nine ninety nine for the yeah. first month and one hundred and thirty four dollars for the second. Oh, <laughs> so sorry. My goodness, Jerry. chatter bait. Like you have to pay. I I would say, and I'm just uh, kind of assuming or guess predicting here that because studios leave it to your imagination that you watch the porn clip and then you kind of just go, okay, then that's separated from me. I can't actually access these people. I think you're gonna find a lot more people. It's almost like gambling. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get addicted to paying these porn stars mm-hmm. just for a limited time of interaction. I kind of want to touch on that subject. I love true crimes. I love those types Me of YouTube too. videos. <laughs> um, I currently watch Christina Randall and Bailey Sarian, and they always have these crazy, like horrific stories. And I don't remember who said it, but there was one where there were three boys, and one of the boys decided to take credit card money. I can't find a video. I tried. Uh, I might reference it in the description if I can find it. But he racked up over (gasps) $60,000 and he was not even working. He was taking his family's money. How old was he? Do you know? Do you remember? Was it like credit cards or was it? Yeah, it was everything. Like he had a pretty... How did he have that much, that high of a credit limit? (laughs) No, it was his family, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. His parents, his aunts, uncles. He destroyed his whole family's credit credit scores. Oh my God. I say he was like in his 20s, I would I would think and he he I think it was a cam girl but again that that interaction of that one-on-one just wanting that attention on him and he was not the best looking guy like he probably didn't have many girlfriends I forgot the full story but I'll I'll have to link that below but that you told you said before that someone got murdered yeah I think it was his family it could have been his whole family or it could have been himself I don't think the girl got involved I think the cam girl was safe oh yeah um but I feel like he did something he had a mental break and his family was compromised but i'll have to find it um but anyways that kind of got me on that point of just like why is that one-on-one interaction so important for people so important well it's because i think that you know like cucumber just said you know when you watch porn it's like you watch the porn that's it yeah but then you're like oh well that porn star has an OnlyFans. you subscribe and you're like well maybe i could get to know this person get to know this person fall in love with this person it's that that weird sense of like stalker almost i mean it, it is but almost like it, it's almost as if you don't seem like a stalker because your people are allowing right. the access yeah i also feel of course i'm kind of that traditional married to a man type mm-hmm. of feel like when does that become cheating like obviously i don't care if yeah. my husband watches porn but when it becomes only fans and you're subscribing to belle delphine and paying 40 dollars a month to see her content like that's when i kind of start to have that doubt or that just especially feeling. if you're paying i did find yeah. an article by david lay from psychology today who said that like when is watching cam girls cheating and yeah i they go into somewhat of a study it wasn't like totally the scientific method but it was interesting mm-hmm. and nonetheless we got some data and it kind of just showed like they're the people who are religious or the people who rarely watch porn in itself i think mm-hmm. we've mentioned this before they have more guilt and they have more resentment and believe it's cheating than other people who just yeah watch porn i agree what do you think jerry (laughs) (laughs) well i think that it it depends because you know when you were thinking when you were saying that you know when is it cheating well if you're paying to see a porn star or a sex worker yeah maybe it is but is do we hold trisha if you your trisha paytas's only fans to the same the same standard i know right and i just think that it plays into the stigma it's the it's this unbeatable
unbeatable stigma mm-hmm. that's been created around sex work. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, so much. And it just makes me, and that's why I brought up this whole question in the first place, because in researching this topic, there's an article by E.J. Dixon in Rolling Stone that basically outlines the the stigma that still exists mm-hmm. against sex workers on OnlyFans. Yeah. You know, Trisha, mm-hmm. why is it that Trisha Paytas can bring her followers to OnlyFans? She can profit off of sex and porn, but if someone who's a porn star that maybe has been a prostitute or a, a, a sex, any sex work, just in the sex work industry mm-hmm. yeah. in the past, you know, some of these people are, as EJ Dixon has researched, are just being kicked off the platform. Yeah. And it's because of the, of legislation. Yeah. Once again, stigmatizing sex work. Oh. And is the SESTA-FOSTA legislation mm. it, that targets online sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's the whole confusion that people have based on the stigma against sex work where you think that, oh, because people are sex workers, there must be something nefarious or right dirty, yeah. you know, uh, behind it. And I just think that it's a real double standard, yeah. which oh, yeah. just goes into the whole point that yeah. we need to decriminalize sex work. Absolutely. <laughs> we like, will always yes. be advocates yeah. for those that make the content that makes us function. Like, very yes. much so. Yeah. Like we were just talking before, like, you know, we, we like to be silly on this we podcast. Do. We watch funny porn. Yeah. And we, mm-hmm. we laugh and we, you know, we, yeah. we talk and we go into detail about yeah. it. But at the end of the day, these are real people. No. And I was going to bring up that point too, is that I was going to say like, we're not cracking the jokes because these are real people. And I think that there's a clear difference, which makes it more intimate, which mm-hmm. I worry about the money. I just, please don't be that teenager who gets $60,000 in oh debt. Gosh, <laughs> but, but that, but I think it's a real, and especially, you know, there's a reason that this is becoming so popular during coronavirus yeah. and quarantine is yeah. Because people feel so lonely. Yep. Yeah. And all of a sudden, people are just turning to the, whatever they can. Yeah. Right. And all of a sudden, you're $60,000 in debt. Well, this person probably has deep problems. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. But it still goes to show that some weird psychological stuff yeah. is happening. There is. This. But not to give our secrets away, but the reason we do become really funny, and I'm just going to go back to my point, is because we satirize these porn clips that we find because we know they're from studios or we know that they're fake and that's where the humor comes in yeah is because we're satirizing it we're pretending that this is real and this is real sex and this is what real people think which is clearly not and that's why we can make jokes about it and i think we're really good at it but (laughs) uh not to toot our own horn but i think we're really good at it but that's why i think that this podcast is not so funny is because these guys are not fake only fans is so much more personal than a studio audience even with belle delphine she even referenced in one of these like it's called impulsive i won't ever reference it again because i'm sorry it's not a it's what <laughs> like what's his name logan paul, logan paul yeah and, like don't love that podcast but i love the episode with belle delphine because it showed that she even with her first porn on OnlyFans, it referenced that she's still her and she's still gonna do what she wants to do yeah. with like she had that creativeness in like i want to have full control of what i'm doing mm-hmm. and what i'm putting out there yes. she's gonna put out a great one because she has that control rather than the porn that we do watch might be a little more filtered 
of the studio yeah. that that is being a lot more filtered i feel yeah. it's all fake it's well, all fake. Yeah. yeah and that's going back to your point cherry do i think it changes it now that you say that sure i do because i think it will change the porn industry do i want it to change no because i think real porn clips from studios are really really funny mm-hmm. and i think you we as a team can really joke about it so i really hope it doesn't change especially because, vintage yeah, <laughs> i want to keep doing this podcast that's and i true. find it very funny but also i do think that i see both sides of the coin it you lose the accessibility because there is that paywall but also the creators are given more control over what they're doing yeah and they get to film with who they want to film with they get to film what they want to film yeah. you know what i mean yeah. you know you and you don't mm-hmm. have to you're not forced. be at a studio yeah. and they tell you what you're gonna do mm-hmm. with your own the body angles, yeah. how long yeah. all of that and yeah. i think that i think that maybe there is a way that this only fans boom or this mm-hmm. you know privatized porn i don't know what you call it i mean it to me it's new i'm sure that there's a lot of stuff oh out to there. me it's 100 percent new i'm like I, you know well, to me only it's like fans. a little new but um we are in this weird stage where it's still stigmatized yet we well we want in this room yeah we want sex work to be decriminalized yeah, <laughs> yeah very much so um, yeah and we want people to have to be safe mm-hmm. in their work we want this this profession to be respected the way yes. that other professions Amen. are respected and i don't know i don't know i just hope that that in the somebody future does going something forward, funny so we can carry on the podcast and we can yeah no <laughs> keep doing something funny please i mean if you're on OnlyFans, just do something funny i mean bell delphine is kind of funny, the nika nika dotto nika kato avocado avocado from what i've seen it is pretty funny it They're is good. it's satirical I mean, yeah it's satirical is it though because i mean like they know they they're purposely doing it and they and we can't satirize it because we know that they're purposely doing it. There's the a studios, key for it. I mean, maybe, you, yeah. but I don't know. Maybe, but also, you know, they know that they're doing it. I don't know if that really, you know, if they did start on YouTube, they obviously have a following mm-hmm. where now they're taking that following. And and I assume he's humor is humorous in his YouTube. Absolutely. He is. And then he transitions that. You can see that in the YouTube videos sadly that i watched uh (laughs) he does a lot of mukbangs mukbang whatever you pronounce it mukbang or something i think yeah from the south um just like charter bait (laughs) charter bait charter bait bait. but i I know for a fact he has a type of persona that he puts on that pleases his audience others that it's very controversial in general but um he has gained such a big following with making his you know weight or the way that he portrays his relationship on <laughs> domestic violence um uh, he, he gains money off of it and i mean he does himself he he's married i think mm-hmm. at this moment he i believe that he has a persona of him acting this way i think he is yeah, a regular yeah, human yeah. being yeah. that just knows what his audience but wants to look at as all right now i just have the only fans up so i'm gonna switch over to my bible tab okay <laughs> the lord says <laughs> Know thyself. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yes. One thing that I do want to bring up is the fact that, you know, we've talked a lot about people advocating for themselves in the sex work industry and having, you know, ad, you know, people advocating for themselves. And plus, mm-hmm. you know, only fans, they do. You can advocate for yourself because you, you are your own boss, basically. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Um, but there is something that I learned about today, actually, called the Adult Performers Actors Guild, yeah. which is basically a sex workers union yep i think that that's i don't know yes i don't know and i don't speak because i don't work in a sex work industry so 
putting that out there. I do not speak for people in the sex work industry. Yeah. I will say that if when you... we learned about that, I looked up podcast unions. <laughs> um, but, so Yeah, but I just want to say, you know, I think that it is it is cool to see that people, even in this criminalized world and, and this stigmatized world, people are saying, no, we're, get, we're still going to unionize mm-hmm. no matter yeah. what the legality of it. Yeah. Yep. And we are going to stand up for our rights. And we're not just going to stand up for our own rights. We're going to stand up for other people mm-hmm. like us. Amen. And so I think that, and, you know, and honest, and obviously I said, you know, I don't work in that industry. So if there is something that that's, that's not good about that, please let us know. Please let it, Twitter. Yes, please let us know. Of um, underscore rated. Yeah, but, yes. but we want to make sure that we're on here, at least we're being respectful of these resources. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to leave it up to our Twitter fans to reference everything we talk about. <laughs> please find this article. Please find this story. Please find this video. Yep. There you go. At of underscore rated. I want to do the will... minimal amount of work as yeah. possible. Mm-hmm. Yes. I agree. Well, do we have any final thoughts about these uh, OnlyFans that we looked at? I mean, there's new ones. There's old ones. Um, I will always respect Lena the Plug from mm-hmm. starting in porn and Trisha from starting in porn and then going to tri- to YouTube um, and then transitioning into OnlyFans because it's never a constant thing that you're always going to have a job where you are and just being confident in yourself and your bodies. That's one thing that Bobby Burns was stating is yeah. like, if you want to start an OnlyFans, fans go right on ahead but you You might have to have that groundwork of being confident in yourself and your body because it it does have a lot of hate and a lot of stigmatization on your body Hmm. so you have to be confident you have to own what you got like a nicocotto avocado no matter (laughs) what um but yeah i i just really love all the creators obviously there are controversial things like Belle, Bella Thorne, Gabby Mar- DiMartino. Those, there's so many things that can go wrong where you're trying to promote things that you're not going to give. But overall, what I have seen is you get, you pay for what you get. And that's what I really love with OnlyFans is, is that's what um, is stated. Even with Belle Delphine who charges so much money. So much money. <laughs> yeah. All, I, all I'll say is that I love how they're advocating for themselves they're their own boss to the viewers though don't let this be a problem mm-hmm. make sh- it's like yeah. it's like paying for netflix you gotta pay I think, yeah and i like that but don't it's... go to check the deep yourself. end don't, yeah. yeah check yourself if you're spending over a thousand dollars a month on OnlyFans or even that but also be check respectful yourself. yes yeah that's be- that's our last people. thoughts yep yeah, yeah. My, time for me yeah amen <laughs> I hope that OnlyFans and the people that are on that platform, like Trisha Paytas, all these people that have taken their following and moved it to this site, I hope that they use their money and their platform platform Mm -hmm. to really speak out for these the people that have worked to build the ground yeah to build the platform basically to yeah. build the industry because yeah. I, mm-hmm. I just want i just don't want people that have been stigmatized and discriminated against to just go you know oh that's fine you know they had to die and we don't you know not die but yeah. they had to <laughs> die on the sword basically yes, yeah. um lay on the sword for us to be for us to be there Mm -hmm. yeah and i just hope that you know people are responsible 
comfortable with their their platform. with their platform mm-hmm. and yeah. like and like cucumber said i want people to be respectful yeah of you know i hope that if you're paying for something uh-huh. you have this sense that it's not you know even if you're paying five dollars for trisha paytas to see her you know using her vibrator on her pussy Love like it. yeah then but that you're still not trisha paytas you can't tell her what to do no nope. mm-hmm. you do not own trisha paytas yeah. Yep. Check That's yourself. The thing. yeah check yourself like because you even because you paid for that it yeah. you're paying for a product you're not paying for a person for a person yeah i have and- to disclose that my vibrator that i have underneath my bed that i have now taken out <laughs> um that came from our promotion from trisha paytas there you and go it, and it was from adam and eve and she always has amazing codes if you would like something on discount she always gives codes perfect nice so plug. that's where my yeah. <laughs> my vibrator came from was trisha paytas beautiful <laughs> but i mean that's all i have to say about that to be honest you know it's it's just i hope people are responsible yeah mm-hmm. and we definitely have this is a, such a loaded topic that yeah we probably should do a part two or something probably on it. yeah we're just not so funny when it's serious topics yeah. <laughs> <Weird>. <laughs> when it's a real life when it's like issue. a real topic we're not that funny but uh until next time just remember no matter what your outrage is kink fetish or fantasy you're probably not alone Thank you.